What up? Welcome back to the Stella Stella Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boy, joined as always by Glenn Enos <laughs> and Matthew Souza. Hello. <laughs> that was a wet one, man. That was a, yeah, nasty, really. Oh, yeah. Guys, wet, it's good to nasty. be back. So, it's, uh, it's not good to be back. Oh, I mean, it's I good disagree. to have you back, but, you know, one of these weeks. I'm going to fucking go on vacation. <laughs> a permanent vacation. Do. Yeah. Might be a permanent vacation next week, but it's all right. Why? Why is that? It, indulge or, or inform the viewers, listeners. What's I, going I, on? I, I talked about last week. I'm not having fun. And the fun is still not had one week later. I, I don't know what to do. I, I, do I pray? Do I do something superstitious? I don't know. You know what you have to do, but do you have the strength to do it? Um, I don't think so. Tyler Wren reference? Yeah, well, but do you know what I'm actually talking about? Um, are you talking are you about telling him driving? to make a trade? I thought you were going to tell me to jump off the Bracket Bridge. No, I'm telling you to change your team name to New Day. Oh, why didn't I? I didn't even think of that. And that is that's the one the solution. Trip. It's like the ace up the sleeve. And then, Glenn, if that shot. doesn't work, then you know you're truly effed. It's worth a shot. I mean, what do you got to lose? Mm, I think I tried it last year and it didn't work. Yeah, but you were close to making the playoffs, I think. Like, it came down to the last week or something? No, last two weeks. Well, I lost as well, as well, but Mason didn't. He's on a six-game win streak. Wow. I, I have to I note that when I make the power ring. be 7-0, you son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, You're my the fault. only one that has beaten me. Really? Yeah, I mean, if if... Josh Allen had a regular game, not even by his standard, just by a, any quarterback standard on week one, Monday night, then yeah, I would have lost. You should be seven and oh. But I'm I'm not gonna lie, guys. I'm I'm six and one, feeling good. Um and the thing that I feel the best about, and I don't know if you guys want to talk about this right now or just save it for a little bit later. The thing I'm most excited about is that Justin Jefferson should definitely be coming back from IR because I think we talked about it when he first went on IR. I was a little bit nervous because the Vikings very much had the opportunity to not be in it at all and not really have a reason to bring him back from IR. But Kirk Cousins is the GOAT, and he played well in a primetime game last night, and the Vikings are 2-0 and since Jefferson got hurt. And they're almost 500. So realistically, mm. Jefferson should almost certainly be coming back from his hamstring injury now. So that's a huge relief. Uh, and my team has still continued to produce even without him there. Squeaked out a win against JV. Luckily, I got very lucky with his team mm. absolutely shitting the bed um, because my team also shit the bed. But yeah, last week, last week was a good week. Um, I didn't feel good after Thursday night when the last play I saw was Christian Kirk scoring a 50-yard touchdown. 
uh felt pretty bad after that oh, but yeah. i'm also seven and zero in craig's league this is one hell of a year for you then so um you know yeah. justin jefferson i heard it could be like four to six weeks with his injury so he might be certainly back this year it's just a matter of when like it might not be as, as soon as the four weeks are up something to monitor but um but the thing is is that the magic number is now one because as far as i know except the one year before we change the playoff structure you make it you get seven wins you're in the playoffs hmm. statistically high odds i'm sure a lot of people get in at seven and six, right? Or seven and seven now. Um, I think it's still seven and six because I think we and I'm sure you'll get more than that. So love ESPN says your playoff percentage is 97%. So it's 14 weeks. That's not uh not just not 100%. Percent. It's one percent. One percent. But it's not zero percent. Shane, there's a chance. All right, so he's not eliminated. No one's eliminated. I but, feel like I'm eliminated, but I'm really not. And uh, no, you're like two week. games back. Big week against the ring toss reapers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had yeah Mason face Craig. Now we got Glenn facing Craig. Um, I have Amaral, and Mason has uh, who? I got Jake Jake Aronson. Oh, the guy who scored mm. the most points in the week against me. Oh. oh. Hey, I was pretty close right behind him. Yeah, it's funny because I tri- score? Me? 91. Oh. Well, sorry. Yeah. Um, I it's funny because I tried to trade for Kelsey and he's like, nah. And he just goes off against me. I also tried to trade for Mark Andrews last last week. Your dad who has him said no. And he also goes off. I'm like, oh my god! If I had just made it, made it, somehow made it work, it would have been awesome. It happened to me the week that, uh, the week that some breaking news: someone made a trade. Someone made a tra- well, not in not in our league. No, oh, uh, Jesus! You gave me a fucking. Oh, is this the second trade? Yeah. T. Higgins and Dak for Gabe Davis and Justin Herbert. Is Brennan okay? I'm um, denying that. What'd you say? I said I'm I'm denying it. I'd rather have T. Higgins. I'd rather have Justin Herbert. So I think it's reasonable. Yeah, no, 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 I don't no, think no. I don't think it's a terrible trade. I mean, Gabe Davis is playing better than T. Higgins right now. Right now, yeah, right he's, now. A, he's a two reception a week kind of guy. I think Higgins can turn it around. I would agree with that. I hope. Well, especially now that doing his two points. Now that, now that Burroughs get coming back off this bye, he should have some substantial amount of time to rest his calf. So he I, should be back. I objected it. I objected it to prove a point. And what's that trade that? veto sh- shouldn't be a thing. Yeah, maybe <laughs> so get everyone to veto it. Not have the yeah. trade go through and then start the uproar. Oh. oh, two guys made a trade. Two guys made an agreement. And the rest of the league doesn't like it. Sucks for them. I was, I was thinking about that. Sucks for them. 
I was thinking about that today. Like, I was thinking, like, maybe I should try and make a trade because I have enough depth on my team in Craig's League that I could probably get, like, a pretty decent player, like, in a two-for-one swap or something. But I doubt that anyone would let uh, <laughs> that anyone would let the trade go through because my team is good. So they'd probably be like, no. Yeah. Oh, he can't get more. That's not fair. Yeah. Take note of it all you want, Craig. It's the <laughs> stupidest thing in fantasy football, vetoing trades that don't involve you. Who cares? It's an agreement can't... between two people. The hard don't thing need is the whole league approval. It's it's. Obviously, collusion is a bad thing, but that's where it can get subjective. If if it gets shady, like a, a gray area, where it's like, is it really collusion? Are they really bailing out or trying to help a guy? You'd hope it'd be obvious, but generally speaking, you're right, and that's why I got rid of it. As uh, I don't even know what I am in our league. Um, I think I'm I'm like I'm acting commissioner, um, special commissioner of privileges. I I still say Panacho is the main commissioner, but I have the powers, and I got rid of the the commissioner veto or whatever the hell it is in our league like enough of that hasn't been an issue for nine or ten years you know panacho sent me a trade to prove a point to you oh really it was yeah it was like cooper <laughs> cup fucking bunch of bums or a bunch of good like his best guys for like two scrubs on my bench i texted him i was like what is this <laughs> he's like to show susan that vetoes uh that league approval still needs to be done by the commissioner what difference does it make if I veto it before or after? It doesn't make a difference. And the and like the point. So I guess yeah, that the downside of not having the veto is something like that happens, but you can always correct it. The downside of having the veto is you know a trade going through close to one that can't go through. And that, although that sounds so unlikely, because it has to be within five minutes of one o'clock, like what are the chances? But yet it's happened. It literally happened this year. Happened, happened a long time times. ago. Yeah. Something that's so unlikely happened mul- multiple times while the collusive trade or a vetoable trade that's, hasn't happened. See, the thing once. is, that's the burden that you take on as a commissioner. You got to be ready at all times. Shouldn't have to be. I shouldn't oh, have shouldn't to be have like, to. oh, fuck, I'm going somewhere, but I got to go to my <clears throat> computer. Oh, so, the, so the president of the United rosters. States shouldn't have to be ready at all times if something happens in the country. I'm not the president of the United States. But if <laughs> you're the commissioner it's, of the it's league. next in line to the. <laughs> no, but I, comparing analogies, the commissioner <laughs> is essential to the president of the league. That's the duty you've accepted and the responsibilities. Well, bring that up to Panacho because. He texted me. He's like, oh, I'm yeah. at work. Could you do this? He hasn't even fucking paid his dues yet. I'm with Craig. You know, like if I'm actually going to take commissioner powers like full time from here on out next year, um, I'm not going to not let them play. But if you don't pay when the league starts or, or and don't have a good reason for it, I'm not going to allow acquisitions or trades. I'll let you draft and play a lineup. But no, no acquisitions, no trades, and no payouts if you happen to score the most until you pay. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I wouldn't let them draft. I don't want to hold up them. the whole league. You know, I'd put somebody on standby. Everybody's trying to get into the Westport League. It's true. We had Wesley Drabble talking to us. Yeah. You know. Shout out, um, Wes. A lot happened this week, right? I don't know. I didn't watch a lot of football. Like I said I didn't earlier. I not too much either. 
Oh. Did you go see uh, Taylor Swift Endgame? No. Oh. So I did. You went to the concert? Oh, yeah. So that's how you, that's why you were talking about it. Yeah. I went Sunday night. Then during the day, we uh, went to my grandma's house and Uncle Rick was watching the Patriots Bills game on his phone and couldn't believe that the Patriots pulled out a win against the Bills. Oh, man. Yeah, the Vikings upsetting the the 49ers and the Pats upsetting the Bills. Dude, I'm actually so, I'm so pissed that they fucking won, dude. I'm, I'm not, so mad. I want to yeah, keep I them am. right around. I want to keep them right around like five and twelve, six and eleven, so they get that you know 13, 14, 12 pick. You know, can't have them get a top five yeah, pick late enough for them to fuck oh, it up. Yeah, again, so annoying. So annoying for the Vikings. Jordan Addison. Yeah, he's, as as he good. That, he's good. As soon as he he's caught good. that touchdown off of uh, that, the one that Ward should have picked off, I uh, turned it off, turned the game off. So, dude, no. he said, "Give me that." Yeah, and I said, "Give me death." So, um, <laughs> let's get to the news with Susan. So I thought. I thought Glenn was joking last night because I didn't see any updates. I even Googled it and nothing came up. But Chris Olave was arrested <laughs> for uh, recklessly. Let me, let, me, let me make something real quick. <laughs> Here you go. I don't joke about fantasy. Fair enough. Chris Olave was uh, arrested for recklessly operating a motor vehicle last night. He was traveling 35 miles per hour over the speed limit. Now we don't know what the speed limit is. It, I know. I saw it on Twitter. Oh, because he was Twitter doing lies. He was doing seventy and a thirty-five. Seventy and a thirty-five. The math 35. adds up. Um, hmm. he did not resist arrest. He was cooperative with law enforcement, and uh, I think I even saw he was let go. So, or, or, um, I heard that he was already like done with it. So, he'll probably be fine. No, it shit happens, I guess. So he's gonna, so he's going to play on Sunday. I'm not guaranteeing that, but I haven't heard anything. Uh, See, it's I crazy. Need, I, I don't need know them why to dig up something. Speeding. Well, I mean, like, didn't you learn anything from Henry Ruggs? I know. I, well, was it, he was going like over a hundred? I think. Alave had a little bit of restraint, just oh, going highway yeah. speeds. Wasn't yeah. wasn't Ruggs was also highway drunk, speeds in he? a school zone? <laughs> school zone. <laughs> um, was he drunk? I don't I remember. I don't know. I wish I was drunk. So Olave should be fine. All right. We got some injuries to talk about because when don't we? Zach Ertz is being put on IR. He's on the Cardinals. They have, uh, I think, Trey McBride is a rookie tight end. Someone to look out for. Gross. Yep. Um, Dawson Knox will need surgery on his wrist. Unclear how much time he'll miss. Therefore, Dalton Kincaid who has been doing pretty well as a rookie tight end, was the first tight end off the board, I believe, in the draft, um, the real draft. And he's going to have the whole place to himself. So I think that's going to be pretty good for, for Zach Aronson. You know who they should have drafted? Sammy LaPorta. Not Kincaid. Who they, they, that's who they should have drafted? Yeah. Well, we LaPorta, don't know. I hardly know her. Right. 
No, Knox was still pretty heavily involved. We'll see what happens now. Um, Justin Fields is considered doubtful for Sunday night football. He missed last Sorry. week. His thumb is is injured, and he's probably going to miss this finger. week too. His wolf finger. Jerome Ford, running back on the Browns, low-grade high ankle sprain. It's expected to sideline him for one to two weeks. So definitely this week is Kareem Hunt season and maybe – uh Pierre Strong, I think, is the other guy. But yep. Hunt's familiar with the offense. He was already decent with Ford on the field. Now he's gonna have the whole backfield himself. So he should be a good start if you need one. You need a running back. Um I'm gonna get a sound bite for next week that I should have gotten before the season started. All these injuries and people getting hurt. I need just I don't know if it's just the uh, the vocals, or I don't know if I'll include the song too, but just Freddie Mercury saying "Another one bites the dust" because people keep dropping like flies. Another one bites the dust. Yeah, that's it. Well, yeah, Every there's time. actually there's a lot of different ways he says it throughout the song. You have to find the best one. Or I um, can just get multiple ways. The more injuries you keep listing, <laughs> another one bites the dust. Ah! That's good. I think um I think that's it for injuries this week. Um oh, which is good. I mean that, that was a uh, I mean there was like four, four guys, but relatively mild this week. We do have Jalen Waddle kind of going back and forth with a back injury. He was in and out of last of this week's game. Something to watch out for. Uh um DK Metcalf was surprisingly or just like last minute taken out of the game this past week i don't see why what injury he has but that's something to monitor metcalf was ribs i'm pretty sure ribs. sprain sprain taint sprain taint um mccaffrey had an oblique injury but he ended up playing he ended up getting 20 points so i guess yeah. he's fine and um it was so... a pretty down game for him too only like 50 yards but oh, 21 yeah. points yeah. and and of course Bijan robinson um, illness, I guess. He headaches. 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 You give me headaches. <laughs> so he had very little um usage, very little Dude, snaps taken. Yes, it it caught just, everybody it, off guard. So confusing too, because like he didn't play the whole game, and then he played like 10 snaps or something at the very end. So like probably had diarrhea cramps or something. He said he had headaches, but like, and which is fine, but my, I don't understand why if his, and look, I get it. Like my migraines can be pretty debilitating. So like, is I it migraines or headaches? It's, I think they're this interchangeable technically. No, cause you can have I've a headache, heard, but a migraine is, a, is more severe. I've heard, yeah, I've heard migraines. Like you can't can like, like go function the, when you have a migraine. Right. And like, it affects the whole body sometimes too. I don't, so I don't think I've ever had a migraine. I always thought they were interchangeable until someone told me otherwise. I'm going to Google I it have, while you talk. I have had one before, and they were not fun. Uh, but so I understand that. But my thing that I don't understand is why they would make him active. Like, clearly he was sick. So, like, why make him active and put him on the roster and have him play? Was like, it clear, up? though? Because Arthur Smith... Is a sick and twisted individual. As he looks That's sick why. and twisted. 
Ah, uh, yeah, he, he looks like a goof. A goof who's leading the division. I who called that? Who who called that? It's not it's, over yet. It's still early. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, sir. Just saying. The same. Any update on migraines versus headaches? Um, it said it's a severe headache. It's like headache symptoms, but it's severe and usually on one side of the head. So it's a type of headache. Headaches. You give me headaches. How do you know if you have a headache, a migraine, or a brain tumor? Or a sprained taint. Or a sprained taint. I don't know. That's I've only ever had feeling. a headache. <laughs> so um, that's it, guys. That's it for significant it? news. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, Susa. I don't know if you know this, because I don't know from the weeks that you missed the pod. Um, we have a new segment on the show called TSTK Watch. Yeah, you know what I that did, stands for? I do know. Oh. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. I listened to the episode, the first one that I missed, and you guys talked about it. And uh, yeah, Mason, <laughs> I think we were playing on PlayStation. And he brought that up. I had no idea what he's talking about. I was like, I think I said too soon to kill was my guess of what TSTK meant. And all I heard was just no. I didn't hear what it was. He just said no. Now I know. And uh, uh, oh, yeah. shit. So she is. like every TSTK, TSTK watch, we have to have our resident TSTK Swifty. Perfect. Chelsea. Hi. Welcome back to the Stellar Seller Fantasy Football Podcast. Um, this is TS TK Watch. Hold on. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. At T time. So, um, this past week at Arrowhead. Yeah, Taylor was there. She was there again, hanging out with Brittany Mahomes like they're best friends. Hmm. Sure. Oh, Wait, you don't believe that? I don't like Brittany. Oh, you don't like Brittany? Why don't you like Brittany? Mm. I'm not here to talk about Brittany. Oh, okay. Fine. That's Bill Belichick answer. Um, the week before, she was also in attendance, right? Mm-hmm. Against um, who did they play? Wasn't it the Vikings? No, she was not in Minnesota. And we had said that on the last TSTK watch. I said, if she doesn't go to Minnesota, I was wrong. I said, it's not that serious if she doesn't go to Minnesota. And she didn't. No, it's pretty serious. But it turns out that it is that serious. Um, They're pretty serious. She uh, wears his number on a bracelet now. Wow. Was this high school? Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, Does she have his Letterman jacket too? Like, not yet. I don't know. That might be next. Uh, but they were also both on Saturday Night Live. They made a cameo Saturday Night Live. Both of them. Um, the pictures from that were uh, were good. They, you know, Travis is a is a gentleman. Opens the door for her, holds her hand. Yeah, when the camera's rolling. Yeah. Whoa. Let's see what he's doing behind closed doors. No. 
He's nice. He was talking about her on their podcast. He's going to be joining her for her international tour. Hell yeah, man. I think that Mason's initial call that this is Endgame was pretty accurate right now. Team Mason. Wait, like Endgame is in Together Forever? Together Forever. Yeah, I said I'm in on this. No, no the, the honeymoon I, phase is only like longer. six months. So we got to mm-hmm. wait for like six months before we really start to, before the lust kind of fades and you really start to see, is this the person for me? So he's going to go on the whole European tour? I heard that he was planning on joining her. That's what I heard. I don't. When is that? I think it starts like right after football season. Let me see. Okay. That's good. Yeah, very convenient. Yeah. Breaking um, news, Travis Kelsey's missing the rest of the fantasy football. Yeah, won't attend the Super Bowl because <laughs> he's in Paris. I mean, um, oh, that's, wait, that's no, good actually, for them. It does start pretty soon, actually. So like he ain't maybe... going. Or he's screwing a lot of people over. Or he's going he's gonna to pull a Dennis Rodman and just say, I'm, I'm out today. Come back when I see you. Um, speaking of that, Marvin oh, Jones okay. stepped away so, from football. So the can Thanks. the Kansas City Chiefs have a bye week from November eighth to November fourteenth. Um, Taylor will be in Buenos Aires, Argentina, on the ninth, tenth, and eleventh, and supposedly he is joining her in Argentina during the bye week. Dude's gonna catch a virus. What? He might catch a virus, and he's going to miss a couple of weeks. Why are there viruses in Argentina all of a sudden? It's any what? when you go international, you're exposed to new bacterium that can really fuck up your immune system if you're not prepared. I'm just I'm saying it's a risk. Exposed to bacterium in my own freaking house because Glenn gave me COVID. Oh no! Well, I thought that's I thought that's HIPAA. You're not supposed to air that out. I didn't oh, no. have to go to Argentina to get a virus. You can get a virus from anywhere. I'm just saying the 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 risks and and the and your body won't be ready for this one like at all. In my sideline, he might have the diarrhea. He might have I the mean, vomit. The Argentinian diarrhea. Next like level. Look, look at what Craig said in the chat, please. <laughs> Craig says Susan pretty much just called people from Argentina sick and dirty. All right. Well, Craig said the football fields in Mexico on, are dirt man. and dung. <laughs> That's true. But that's Mexico. That's okay. Argentinians. <laughs> no. We, we don't we no. don't really we can't mess with them. They got Manu Ginobili. Who? And and uh Messi. That is oh true. really? Yeah. Isn't he the best soccer player in the world? Not anymore. Who is it? Fucking uh Mbappe. Who? The guy from Black Panther. Mbappe! Mbappe! I'm so lost. I don't want to say anything. Um, any other updates, Chelsea? So, what's your opinion on this? Are you because there's a lot of people that say, "Oh, it's it's for you know, it's a publicity stunt where they can rack in a lot of cash," and I'm sure they are, but that doesn't mean it's not genuine either. So initially, I thought it was mainly publicity, but now I'm I'm thinking it's genuine. Now, why it can't just be the length of time because they can milk this cash cow for a while. Um, no, I mean, he seems to, like, genuinely, like, care about her. I mean, you can, you can't, like, 
I mean, they're both not actors, you know, like. Uh, the NFL scripted. So that argument. Now, work. wait a minute. Listen, you couldn't pay me enough money to spend all that time with Brittany Mahomes. So wait, well, <laughs> wait a minute, though. I think is in it. So that's the question, because it's one thing to say Travis is being a gentleman and, and, and really into it. But what if it's Taylor using him? So he's bought in and she's not. He's just a Why puppet she for need, She doesn't need to use him. She doesn't need him. She's already a billionaire. What does yeah. she need him for? Maybe she wants to be a two billionaire. To be king of the world. Now she's getting all these these sports fans and people like me and Glenn and Mason talking about her on a podcast, mm. which we've never done before. Yep. World domination. Listen, if anyone's going to dominate the world, it should be her. So I just think they're a great power couple. Shouldn't be anyone from Argentina. They're a power couple. They are. That's it. You know, I'm, I'm in. sure people probably said the same thing about, like, you know, like Jay Z, Tony like, Romo, and Jessica Simpson. Right. Like, power yeah. couple. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. I, hey, well, I don't, I don't do you, mind. I'm happy. What do you for think? Them. What do you think of the casual NFL fan who sits down and says, "Yeah, man, Chiefs Chargers football." Turns on the TV with their Budweiser and their their uh, recliner that has the cup holder in it. Right. Every time uh, the Chiefs score, doesn't even matter if it's Travis Kelsey. Taylor Swift is on the TV screen celebrating, jumping around. I would she's say a great time. Go the, cry about it, man. With, with her God dang, I want to see Taylor Swift. I want to see my team. Damn with the special handshakes that she has. But oh has God. it been? I mean, I haven't. I don't watch the football part of it. But has it been as like free? Like has it been as bad? Like is it all like every like? Because in the beginning, it was like every single time they scored, they were showing Taylor. But is it still like mm-hmm. that, or is it now just? I don't think it's as bad as it was like yeah. it when it that Sunday night game. I don't know. It was really bad when they played New York. That was right, really like bad. That first like initial game. Yeah, but I don't think it's been as bad since then. Because I, I like want my now, football. They only show her when something happens to Travis. Like they showed yeah. her like concerned when he like took a hit this past week. Like I think it's just. Uh... I'm still not convinced. I think um, the reason that the camera showed Taylor Swift all the time is because she's a polarizing figure. Just like when you watch a Cowboys game and every time the Cowboys do something, they show Jerry Jones because when you think Cowboys, you think Jerry Jones. I just think because she happens to be there and because of who she is and like when other stars are at any other games in sports, like when Jack Nicholson goes to a Lakers game, when Spike Lee goes to a Knicks game, Eminem that happened with him in Detroit a couple weeks ago. Um, and it's a hot topic, too. Right. Um, how about, you know what I was thinking of when they when they show her up there? It's a box full of, pe- like, a lot of people. And, like, imagine just kind of, you know, to you, you're just a regular person. But because, you know, your brother, like, if you're Pat's brother, or, like, just because Jackson. you're in the fan, Yeah, just because you're in a family that has a Pat Mahomes, and therefore, because he plays with Travis Kelsey and Travis Kelsey dating Taylor Swift, you're all of a sudden sitting with Taylor Swift. Like, that's got to be kind of crazy for some people. Like, holy shit, how did, how did I end up here with Taylor right. Swift two feet away from me? Yeah, just imagine walking have been into you. your box for the day, and she's just in and, there. You're like, yeah. what the fuck? I, <laughs> I mean, like, it is crazy I, Do for, I like, to Brittany, her? too. Like, Brittany and... and right. Pat, they were high school sweethearts, and like she 
obviously has met like famous people but now mm -hmm. like she's like buddy buddy with taylor i know yeah not not just in the same box they're like best friends all of a sudden that's yes yeah, why, why do we hate Brittany mahomes because she's stupid spraying champagne all over fans that's true she's it's excited annoying. <laughs> i don't Sometimes know I, I think she's just like you know they she like was like brought into this like fame like into this light like she's like kind of nothing but because she knows people now know, she thinks husband. she's hot shit She's the bee's knees, yeah. the cat's ass. Like she dollars. did nothing to deserve being hot shit. She's just oh, like you don't know that. Maybe Patrick Mahomes isn't who Patrick Mahomes is without her. She invested, she bought low on Pat Mahomes and stuck with him through the bad years. And then right. like his he's stock shot asset, up. And, bro. and now she and now she's now he's paying yep. dividends. He's Bitcoin. <laughs> That's exactly what he is. Um you don't yeah. know, behind every great man, there's an even better woman. Could be Brittany Mahomes. Hmm. Just like behind Travis Kelsey, there's Taylor Swift. No, but see, I think that the definition of being a power couple is that you both can stand on your own. And they both can stand on their own. Travis was famous before Taylor, and Taylor was famous before Travis. Brittany was a D1 soccer athlete. Oh my God! All right, I thought I didn't know we were still talking about her. Oh, we, oh no, because Mahomes and Brittany are power couples. Who does you say that? No, like I don't like I don't like I don't know. I don't think that Pat and Brittany are like this like big power couple. Because oh, what yeah, is right, Brittany? Right, right. What is Brittany contributing? She's a nobody. Right. She's, whoa! First of all, <laughs> disrespectful. Even She's, when she went out for dinner with Taylor, the picture of her wasn't even a picture of her. It was like a blurred out a picture of someone behind her. Like, Well, whatever. Thing is, um, this continues to be a thing. Mm. I still think it's a ruse. I give them till the end of her European tour. That's going on through all of 2024. Yeah. Give me a year. If they're really in love, they'll go yeah. past 2024. Right, if they're truly together forever. Yeah. We'll see. I think we will know more um, by, like, after football season. Probably. Yeah, when Travis actually has a lot of time on his hands, he's like, oh, shit, I got to spend my time with her this much? I'm right. just kidding. Haley said he bought a $60 million mansion for privacy. More yes, privacy. I did see that as well. That's That's a... That's a big move. Yeah. Um, he like said on his uh podcast to um they were like talking about I don't know if you guys saw that picture of him like moving her security guard out of the way so that he the door for Taylor. Oh my god, dude, give me a break. <laughs> Glenn's like and, gagging. And and Jason was basically like, So why'd you like shove that security guard out of the way? And he was like I didn't shove him. I just was like trying to open the door for her, like so the cameras can she... see. Someone nice mm -hmm. No, I don't know. She <laughs> always has a ton of security around her, and for like them to trust for good him, reason. and yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I I think it's legit. 
what's going to happen down the road here is, um, as far as TSTK watch on the Silver Silver Pod, if something very significant happens with their relationship, Chelsea, we will have you back on. We might have you back on in the offseason, too, to discuss when the relationship breaks down, and we get to say, I told you so. Except me and Mason are end game team so we'll get to say we told you so when they're still together yep yeah probably i'm not on anyone's team all right cool uh, you sound kind of to be on glenn's team you sound you sound kind of like you're anti-argentina that's true too that's i'm a bit i'm true. a big devil's advocate guy so if glenn starts making an argument for his case i might sound like i'm on your team by trying to contest him hmm. i'm just hmm. It's it's too close, too too soon to tell. TSTT, too soon to tell. Yeah, I think that's enough. This is a fantasy football podcast. This is a fantasy football podcast. Thank you, Charles, for joining us yet again. Thank you, TSTK Watch. Thanks, dude. Deuces. Bye. <clears throat> Later. I don't have a song, yeah. outro song for you, so I'm just gonna play this. She's going down the drain. <laughs> um, quickly, before she came on, you were talking about how I missed an episode where you guys did this. Well, I got to tell you, I got to miss some more episodes. Tell you right now. First of all, next week is Halloween, and I'm going to be busy on Halloween night. <laughs> the week after that. This dude's going I, out to fucking kill people on Halloween night. The week night. after that. <laughs> I'm going to Disney the week after that. So I'm 100% missing that week entirely. Can't even reschedule it. Um, so that's going to be two episodes or unless we move next week to a Wednesday, uh, it's, that's just, what are you doing on Halloween night? I got to dress up and scare people. I think I look forward to that a lot. I dress up as Michael Myers and I'm in the (laughs) yard. We have trick or treaters because we live in a neighborhood and, and and I, I go out there and I stalk people and I scare them and hand out candy. Too bad it's only once a year. I can't, man. I stalk people and I scare them. How old are you? 28. All right. <laughs> Just checking. Okay. This is the time to do it. I'm not going to do it when I'm eight years old. No one's going to buy an eight-year-old Michael Myers. You got to be an adult. Apparently, that's true. That's true. Uh, Let's get ready to rumble! Stellar Stars of the Week are brought to you by Ready to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man or woman or Michael Myers started. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Was there a lot of stellar play this week? Yeah, Yeah. if you go the guy who played against me, I'll start. Deonta Foreman. I couldn't believe this. So I was pretty busy on Sunday. I was out grocery shopping, and then I came home. I had to cut the grass right away uh, because I was doing something later. So I had um, Red Zone playing in my headphones while I was cutting the grass. So I was listening to it. And and I hear Scott Hansen come on talking about Foreman. And he's like, Foreman, having a day. And he's like, blah, 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 this many X amount of yards and three scores. I was like, what? Because I didn't look at the game. 
I kind of forgot Foreman was even playing against me at one o'clock. And he said three scores. I said, you got to be fucking kidding me. And sure enough, that's what he did. And I'll give you the breakdown. Deonta Foreman getting the lead role because Khalil Herbert is on IR. Roshan Johnson is still in concussion. I think he missed last week. Yeah. Deonta, Deonta Foreman had 16 carries, 89 yards, and two rushing touchdowns. And then in the receiving game, three receptions, 31 receiving yards, and a receiving touchdown for 31 and a half points. Go off, Deonta Foreman. Hmm. I'm going to go with a quarterback. Now, I could choose one of two quarterbacks because there's only two hundredths of a point difference from either one. But I'm going to go with the one that didn't throw an interception. I'm going to go with the one that just lost a fumble. And that's Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson this week against Detroit. Against Detroit. Smacked him in the mouth with 33.88 fantasy points. And he did it on 357 yards passing, three passing TDs, 36 rushing yards, but also a rushing score. Four total touchdowns for Lamar Jackson. You'll love to see it. Currently the number four quarterback in fantasy. Yeah, he was good. Pretty much played perfect football. He was nasty. The other guy I was talking about was Pat Mahomes. Well, go ahead, yeah, man. and that's my seller star. Of, oh, of I didn't have a Holmes. That's no, okay. Spoiler, spoiler alert next time. Spoiler. Um, so Pat Mahomes, like Glenn said, had 0.02 points less than Lamar Jackson did. He finished with 33.86. Um, he threw 424 yards, had four touchdowns, and he had one pick. Hmm. He also had four carries for 29 yards as well on the ground. So, Holmes getting the job done. Yeah, he did. That was a big game uh, against the the Chargers. It was kind of back and forth for the first half, and then the Chargers just could not score at all. So, Mahomes was doing his part. He's like, hey, I thought this was supposed to be fun back and forth. (laughs) Glenn's pointing to the board, which says Herbert is mid. And, I mean... That was a pretty mid game. The Chiefs D, it's pretty good. They've no. been pretty legit this year, dude. Did you see the throw that Herbert missed on Keenan Allen in the end zone? No, he had Keenan but Allen I saw wide a couple open the week before. He had Keenan Allen wide open in the end zone at the beginning Jesus. of the game. I think they ended up kicking a field goal, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but he just completely overthrew him, and it was an incompletion. Um, he is still but, dealing with a fractured finger on his non-throwing hand. I got to be oh. honest. Oh, my little finger. Oh, my non-throwing hand. I'm sorry. Shut up. I think it's the coaching more oh, so. Oh, yeah. It's the coaching, bro. Yeah, I, the coach is missing wide open throws. He's fucking mid. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. Damn. Okay, you cannot say that the coaching is putting him in a position to succeed, though. The coaching's terrible. Come I mean, on, man. You can admit that. I do I don't like uh Staley as a head coach. I don't like him at all. He is terrible. But I just mean I, I, I don't understand why we're making excuses for Justin Herbert when we don't make excuses for any other quarterback. What's the excuse for Josh Allen against the Patriots? 
this week. There, I didn't catch that game. There really is none, to be honest. All right. Are we, are we, is Josh Allen better than Justin Herbert? I would say so. Mm-hmm. So why are we making excuses for Herbert? Probably because... Valid. Uh, is it? It might be because we've seen Josh Allen be great. So, like, it's not really a dispute of whether or not he's a good quarterback because he's he's shown us a lot. Herbert has yet to really, like, solidify or prove that he's a really good quarterback, but yet people give him that moniker anyway. So there's a lot more of, like, debating going on with him because there's a lot of people saying, what has he shown us lately? And then there's other people who say, oh, he's had it, but it just hasn't happened yet. Mm. Well, because he flashed his rookie season. He was really good. And then people thought that he was going to take that next step in his sophomore season. And I think he ended up getting hurt and he was like in and out of the lineup and he wasn't very good. Um, Last year he had broken ribs. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, Now he has so, a little finger. Yeah, a little finger. But the team as a whole, yeah, they're not winning. Even if Herbert's decent in fantasy, averaging 20 points a game so far, um, they're just not winning football games. And the Doesn't clutch translate. nature is not there. He's, he's They can win games. Eckler also hasn't been a big factor for the offense either. Um, and he usually is. Usually helps. But, yeah, there's not a lot of good excuses. No, it's not. I'm just tired of it. That's all. And then uh, I pointed to the other thing on the board that Purdy equals Mac Jones. I mean, that, I mean, Glenn, the last time I was on the podcast, we talked about how we weren't sure if the 49ers got down early, if they would be able to respond. But we said that we weren't sure that that was ever going to happen because their defense is so good. Well, both games they've lost, they've got down early. Mm. And they can't respond. Mm-mm. Oh, but mm. Debo is hurt. But Debo wasn't playing. And Christian McCaffrey's got no bleak injury. Mess me with that. I'm so I'm so tired of of this shit. And, and it's not you guys because it's 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 fucking this other league where I have to sit in the league chat every single week and watch this guy defend Brock Purdy like he's a top five quarterback in the league when he's not. I, I I'm just so I'm so baffled dumbfounded by it he got compared to tom brady uh the past two weeks and i am wow. imagine if tom brady had christian mccaffrey debo samuel brandon iu and george kittle can you imagine and that defense <laughs> the breaking records <laughs> oh my god i i done. i mean i don't know who this guy is i haven't heard anything even close to that so i can get crazy. why you'd be mad but i'm not really but essentially from what i am seeing there are many similarities to Brock Purdy and Mac Jones. And you could even argue Mac Jones has more of a clutch factor than Brock Purdy. Maybe now he does. He's finally because that was they had to come back at the last drive, right? The Patriots. Yeah. Because they had they needed a field goal, they got a touchdown, Sousa. I think the first two weeks of the season, they were in the same position and they could not do it. So it's good to see that he has a, a game winning drive under his belt. Well, is it a coincidence? Is it a coincidence that they stopped trying to force the ball to fucking Devontae Parker and Juju and they actually targeted like Kendrick Bourne, who's legitimately the best offensive weapon that they now have in the wide receiver group? Sounds so sad. And most importantly, 
The O-line played well. That's big. That's very big. I think I actually heard someone say this. They're like, the the most common factor with great quarterback play, when you're looking at all these teams and all these good quarterbacks, is O-line. Is time in the pocket. Is that not O-line? Is time in the pocket, which obviously directly relates to the O-line. If you give your quarterback time in the pocket, they're going to have a tremendous uh, or exponential chance of success. And and not only – so what you're saying, that should be for – that should be the standard for any quarterback in the NFL. If you have enough time in the pocket, you should be able to make plays and make things happen to your receivers. Because DBs can only cover for so long. Okay? Right. When when you play zone – Receivers are going to find a soft spot if you give them enough time. And that's how, play, I man, think that's how Kelsey They're going to keep over. running around. Right. Because Mahomes buys time. But the best quarterbacks in the league, when they don't have time in the pocket and the play breaks down, they're able to extend plays and still make plays happen. Like Patrick Mahomes, like Lamar Jackson, like Aaron Rodgers. That's the difference. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. So it's very important. But hand in hand, Susie, you're right. That old line quarterback play. That's um that's good. Yeah. And that's probably why mobile quarterbacks is just gonna be the new standard. You're already seeing more and more teams have them, and it has probably has to do with just extending the play. But right. like you said, DBs can't cover forever. Mason? What? Oh, right. It's time for fuck, fuck, fuck of the week. Uh, brought to be a, brought to you by PB and J Lube. If you're gonna get fucked, you might as well use Lube. Um, hey, can I do this one? Yeah, actually, you know what? You want to take the reins, Glenn? Go for it, man. Yeah, 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 it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, week week sevens, fuck of the week. It's none other. Then Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver Calvin motherfucking Ridley. And you guys don't want to know why. Want to know why he's fucking the week? Because he had one single catch for five fucking yards on four targets. Four targets, yeah. But the problem was he didn't get targeted until the third quarter because you got. Fucking Jamal Agnew leading the team in targets. That's unacceptable. Ah, uh, it is. So, meanwhile, while Calvin Ridley's just doing cardio for fucking four quarters, I gotta watch Alvin Kamara uh, uh, unleash his inner fucking 2017 and catch, I don't know, what? 10 passes for 90-something fucking yards? Some, uh, maybe even like 12 or 13. Oh, I wanted to take a sledgehammer to the cranium. Who won on... that game? The Saints-Jags. The Jaguars did. Ooh. Because the Saints, the Saints, although albeit having a good comeback, uh, choked at the end. Because, uh, was it Troutman? Dropped a wide-open touchdown? No, no he's uh, not the Broncos. Foster, Foster Moreau. Foster Moreau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Problem. Not, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Kamara had 12 receptions for 91 yards. Yeah, that's great, right? That's, that's insane. Cool. And that's like 
That's great for Kamara, but that's bad for the offense because it's, you know that, it shows that Carr can't do shit. He just has I to keep s- checking it down. Yeah. I saw on Twitter that uh, obviously Kamara was suspended the first three games. He's only four catches behind for the reception lead. <laughs> Among running backs. backs. Among running backs. So yeah. one game, probably. Yep. Two games. So, yeah. But let, let's not let um, the shitty play of Derek Carr and the great play of Alvin Kamara distract you from the fact that Calvin Ridley got one catch for five fucking yards. Yeah, he – I mean, he started off the season so well, 20 points, 100 yards, touchdown. You're like, this is it. This is what everyone was hoping for. It's happening. Yeah. And then you get faked out some some weeks. So now when you're in a situation like I am where you have wide receivers to play, like your Jamar Chase, you're never going to sit Jamar Chase – uh, Hollywood Brown has proved to be the wide receiver one on the Cardinals offense. You have Josh Downs emerging, a legit guy who I should have started last week but didn't because I made the last second decision to start Craig fucking Reynolds. I'm just glad it didn't matter. Hmm. And then um, Rasheed Rice is catching touchdowns. So guess who the odd man out is? Yeah. Calvin fucking Ridley. But guess who I'm going to continue to start because I like pain and suffering. Calvin torture. fucking Ridley. That was your fuck of the week. Brought to you by PJ, PB and motherfucking J Lube. If you're going to get fucked, and if you're going to get fucked on Thursday night, you might as well use Lube. Yeah, unfortunately, he might just be one of those guys like Tyler Lockett's of old or Deshaun Jackson where it's like he's going to have great games. But he can fuck you too. And the only way you're going to get those great games is if you just keep starting them. If you try to time it, you're going to hurt yourself because you're going to miss it and you're going to jump off a bridge. But he does have the upside at least. Yeah. Um, One thing I want to talk about before we play this game, Sousa, is uh, the good news for my team is Gibby finally had a good game. Yes. 23 points. It only took David Montgomery to get hurt for the second time this year. And uh, yeah, finally a good game. And then to top it all off, I faced him against you Yes, in the Dynasty League. So the one week that Jameer Gibbs actually has a solid game, he gave me the loss. He's, yeah, he still screwed you over in another yeah. universe. Yeah, because that's how fantasy works. And that's why I love playing it. And that's why I love doing this podcast. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Show the game. All right. So, yes, I'm bringing you guys a game. The way I describe it to you over text, well, the name of the game, it's um, I originally had the idea of calling it regret or rejoice. I think it's kind of self-explanatory. I'm going to give you some statistics and you're going to either say, this player is a regret or to own, or you're rejoicing that you own them. But I'm also not going to give the player's name either. So it's kind of a who am I type of game too. So we'll just start with, I actually have nine examples. So we'll start with one. <clears throat> this player drafted in the, in, this is our league. I, I'm going to tell you where they were drafted in this hour 14 man league drafted in, in the early third round averages 59 yards per game. Only has one touchdown this year. 
and averages seven and a half fantasy points per game. I should, I guess I should say who is it, but, or who am I? But I also want to say, is this a regretful pick or are you rejoicing that you have them? early third round? I know who it is. Total yards per game. I'm going to, I'm going to say who it is. And Mason's going to tell me if he regrets it or rejoices. Okay. All right. You want to go to Smith? No. Oh, no. Um, yeah, we'll we'll start with uh I can feel like the regret rejoice is pretty obvious. So we'll just have you guys guess who who it is. And I haven't given you the position. I'm not sure if I should. I don't want to give you guys too much help. It's early third round, and he only has one touchdown and he averages 59 yards a game. Is it Olave? Mm. Nope. It's Najee Harris. Seven and a half points per game. Only one touchdown, which was this past week, I think. Early third round, 59 yards per game. Do you regret it or are you rejoicing? Oh, no. That's it's so he's so bad. It's, it's instant regret. Yeah. What the fuck? Of course. Of man. course. <laughs> so maybe I'll leave that part out of it because it's going to be obvious. And but, the, you know what the worst part is, is I have to look at Jalen Warren on my bench every week have a better yards per carry than dumbass Najee Harris, and they just refuse to bench Harris and use Warren, and it's so annoying. Oh, I know. It's like they're never just going to go away from him. But Warren's actually like flex consideration. If you if you ever need him, he's worth a start. Yeah, I started him last week. He got me 10 points. There you go. Which All right, this player. Again, tell me if I should give the position or not. Drafted in the first round, averages 120 yards per game, has nine touchdowns, 22.8 points per game. And fantasy wise, who is it? McCaffrey? Yeah. It's McCaffrey. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I, uh, <laughs> you, you wouldn't regret that. No, you wouldn't regret that one. Um, okay, good start. And, and I think so far, going back to our preseason episodes, yeah, McCaffrey is that one-on-one guy. And nobody should have been picked before him. And two guys on this podcast chose different people before him. So, yeah. That's yeah. How Justin Jefferson I'm just, was pretty good. Then he got I'm hurt. just glad that the week – that I faced McCaffrey, Jamar Chase almost had 50, and McCaffrey did. Yes. And I won. Because that would have been a real kick in the balls. The week I played McCaffrey, he suffered his injury, so he left Ah. the game. (laughs) Yeah, so we can laugh about it now, right? Yeah. Except the difference is, yeah, Mason's 6-1, and and I'm 2-5. and Yeah. Yeah, this is funny, yeah. I don't think I haven't played JV yet. Um, this next player drafted in the first round as well, averages 91 yards per game, but only has two touchdowns and it's a fantasy score average of 13.2 points per game. First round. Is that something you'd regret or is that something you'd rejoice over? And who is it? 
91 yards per game, two touchdowns. This is week seven, by the way. Two touchdowns. 91 yards per game, two touchdowns. Drafted in the first round. Drafted in the first round, and it's week seven. And he's got two touchdowns. 91 it, yards per mm-hmm. game. Is it Pollard? It's Tony P. Ah, let's Ooh. go. It's Tony P. He's interesting. I feel like you'd have to look at his week-by-week points, but I feel like he's kind of not performing as well as you'd hope. Only oh. two touchdowns in seven weeks. Um, well, six games because they just had by uh, 13 points per game. That's solid, but not like you're, you can- what you want from your first rounder. You, you can credit that to the early season struggles from the red zone from the Cowboys, or I should just say whole season struggles because we are in week seven. They haven't been good in the red zone. And I don't want to say it, but they miss Zeke in the red zone because um, Tony P ain't getting it done in there. But then again, neither is Mike McCarthy. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Next one. Drafted in the 14th round. Oh, here we go. Average is, average is, no, he was off waivers. Oh, he was oh, off yeah, waivers. That's right. Sorry. I think Adam Thielen was too, because I was gonna put him on. Okay. Drafted in the 14th round, averages 54 yards per game, three total touchdowns, and that comes out to 10 and a half fantasy points per game. 14th round. Now, 54 yards per game doesn't sound like a lot. But they're pretty high up in their respective position, if that helps. Oh, shit, man. How many touchdowns? Round. Three. Sam Laporta? Yes. <laughs> Sam Laporta. Damn. Uh, that's a rejoice kind of pick right there. Because it doesn't sound like a lot, but he's, he's number three tight end behind Andrews and Kelsey. I mean, what more could you want from someone who was? Yeah, I've had I've had to start the past two weeks because of Roshan's brains being scrambled. I had to uh, start Dallas Goddard and Sam Laporta. Mm. And are you I complaining about that? Uh, no, surprisingly, it's worked out rather well. But, Some people have all the luck. All right, moving on. Sure. Drafted in the 12th round of our league, averages 94 yards per game, has seven touchdowns, and averages 17.4 fantasy points a game in the 12th round. 12th round? This guy is delivering. Delivering in the 12th round? Hell yeah. 94 yards a game. How many touchdowns? Seven. Seven? Mm. Is it Mostert? Nope. Is it Jacoby Myers? No, no. Not a bad guess, but he hasn't been that good. 17 fantasy points a game is his average. 17 fantasy points a game in the 12th round of a 14-man league. Since you guys both guessed, I'll give you that it's a running back. Running back. Swift? No. Not a bad guess, but I think he was drafted a lot higher than that. 12th round. Is it Achen? Achen? 
Uh, also a good guess, but no, this is Kyron Williams. Oh, wow. Another one of Mason's players. <laughs> obviously, he's hurt now, but yeah. in the time that he played. Dude, that we didn't, obviously, we, I wasn't on last week, so I couldn't talk about this. First, it went from, oh, yeah, he's going to be fine. He's me out one week. Then, then on Tuesday, it was, okay, it's probably going to be two weeks. We'll see what happens. And then uh, on, like, Thursday, Schefter tweets, Rams are considering possibly putting Kyron Williams on IR, but that doesn't seem like they're leaning toward it at this point. And then Friday comes, and it's like, Rams are strongly considering putting Kyron Williams on <laughs> IR, and then finally they put the news out that they did put him on IR. Jeez, and I was don't like, you love what that? the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, so but he, before that, freaking nasty. Um, all right, next. We got, got four left. This one was drafted in the third round. Averages 54 yards per game. Why did I, I forgot to put the touchdowns on. Um, fantasy points, they average nine fantasy points a game in the third round. And he has... One to two touchdowns. Ooh. 54 yards per game average, two touchdowns through seven weeks, nine fantasy points per game average. You got me. If you would have said one touchdown, I would have guessed Jameer Gibbs. But it's not him. I'm trying. popped up with Mixon. That's what I was thinking. Third round. Third round. How many yards? 54 per game. And two touchdowns? Two touchdowns. <clears throat> it's actually a lot, very similar to Sam Laporta, but instead of being ranked three in his position, he's ranked 35th because he's a wide receiver. Ooh, he's a wide receiver. So it's not mixing. How many touchdowns does he have? Two. I can give you one hint. yards a game. Another hint. The same would give it away, though. Third round. Calvin Ridley. Two touchdowns. Yes. Calvin Ridley. Oh, I drafted Gibbs in the second round. Like a dumbass. Is Calvin Ridley a regret or a rejoice? I don't fucking know. He pissed me off. (laughs) Some weeks he's good. Some weeks he's shit. And... You can't have that. I need consistency, man. If you're going to be consistently bad, be consistently bad so I know to sit you. Mm. Uh, or I know to trade you. Or I know to drop you. But if you're going to be good, be consistently good. So when you get one catch for five yards, I don't want to kill myself. <laughs> you know? Fair, yeah, that's, that's not a lot to ask for. No. All right, so this last well, not the last one, a few more. This guy drafted... In the second round, higher than Ridley, averages 30 yards per game, only two touchdowns, 6.8 fantasy points per game in the second round. It's a lobby. No. Is it T? Yes, T. Higgins. T. He had one game of 20 points. That's where he got both of his touchdowns. And then everything else has been two points or zero if you count the first week. Which, of course, you do because he played. 
Yeah, um, it's been bad, and then he got hurt, missed the game. So I don't know what to say about. And he was Pete. on bye. Right, he was hurt, and now he's on bye. He had a goose week one, twenty points week two, I think, and then two points three, four, and five. Not good. Bengals have been weird this year. You hope it turns around. Okay. This guy was drafted in the eighth round, averages 64 yards per game, has five touchdowns, and averages 14 and a half points per game in the middle of the draft, eighth round. Middle of the draft, eighth round. And it's a wide receiver. Uh, How many touchdowns? Five. Five? Six, yeah, 64 yard average per game, five touchdowns. 14 and a half fantasy points per game. I want to say DJ Moore, but I feel like he got drafted earlier. Definitely. Nico Collins? No. Nope. Is it... Damn it. Phil Collins? It's, it's Jacoby Myers. Ah, I guessed him earlier. Yep. Yeah, he's on the list. Eighth I didn't round. realize he went that early. Yeah, you think that's early? Eighth round, I mean. Yeah, I don't know if he would be on his bench or not, depending on if he got quarterback or tight end early. But, um, yeah, it's a pretty good pretty good value. He's been on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been uh, helping me out in the Grocers League. Definitely a rejoice there. And this last one, drafted in the first round. Oh. Averages 79 yards per game. Yep. Only has one touchdown. One Averages touchdown. Uh, Jesus. My cat just cut me. Yeah, one touchdown, 12.1 fantasy points per game. Seventy what yards? Seventy-nine yards per game. One touchdown. First round pick. Um, Dijon. Hmm. No. No. Oh. All right. Mason. Is it Henry? Also a good guess, but no, it's CD. I was going to say CD next. I was going to say CD next. God damn. Damn. Yeah. He's, um, I mean, you you could ask me, rejoice or or regret. Definitely not regret, but not the best first round pick that was out there. 79 yards per game, solid. One touchdown. You hate to see that. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you said it earlier. They can't score. No. No, I can't just no. <laughs> no. Maybe maybe the bye week they figured something out. Maybe. Maybe uh maybe. Scallops can fly out of your pants. Maybe that happens too. Well, that was it. That was, that was regret or rejoice that turned into who am I? Yeah. Pissed me off a little because uh some of those players were drafted very high and some of those players aren't that good. And some of those players belong to me. It was just one. 
Ridley was the only one. I know. But yeah, it's that's fantasy for you. Yep. That twelfth round though, one. Who was that? I already closed it. Oh jeez. Was it Sam Laporta? No, yes. he was fourteenth. No, he was fourteenth no. round. The twelfth round was oh Kyron Williams. Yeah. Fuck that guy. So that's two late picks from Mason who ended up being because where was Cam Akers drafted? Where was Cam Akers drafted? Oh, way earlier. Oh, yeah. Way fucking Yeah, yeah, because he was the lead back on the ramp yeah. before he Boy, fucked Sean McVay's wife for the fifth so time. So you thought. Not only did he fuck his wife, he fucked his... Does he have a daughter? Let's say he does. Fucked his daughter. He fucked his dog. Anyone? Grandma? Uh, like his mom? Or like his grandma. Oh yeah, mom. I don't know why I skipped the grandma. For some reason, I thought like I was when the wife. I was picturing being the mom, mom for some reason. No. Anyway, the whole, the whole family. The whole family got fucked by Cam Akers, and they shipped them off to Minnesota to rot. Oh man. Well, it's fun. All right. All right. It's time for the pigskin pickums. Pigskin pickums. Pigskin pickums. Pigskin pickums. Uh, I don't know, Jim. I don't know, Jim. Sukon Sukon Minads is only one game back from old Craig, who leads the, the leaderboard here. Dude, what am I doing? I can't find it. I've been doing terrible. I have very little chance to to make a play here. Um, everyone I pick loses. The Bills and the 49ers last week. I'm just like, Jesus. I'm pretty sure I picked the Niners. Where I the did. fuck am I? Oh, here I am. I picked George the Dolphins Pickles. too. I am pick the Packers. 59 and 47. That sucks. Where am I in the group? Number five. Number five behind Old Craig, Suko Minads. Uh, Jim. Can't be worse than last year, Mason. All right. Yeah, I'm uh oh we, we still got a ways to go. I can catch old Craig. I just need uh oh he said he forgot his one PM pickums. See oh when shit. you do stuff like that. That's big. That's not going to get you the top spot. So, yeah. Thursday night football. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers travel to Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo to face the four and three Buffalo Bills. Who else did Buffalo lose to besides the Jets and the Pats? Uh, The Jaguars, right? Yeah, yeah London. London. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give them the Bills at home. Because what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, Bills at home. On Sunday, the Rams head to Dallas to face the 4-2 and two Cowboys coming off a bye week. Give me the boys. Give me the boys. Me too. The Minnesota Vikings are three and four, and they're going to Lambeau Field 
face the Green Bay Packers, who are two and four. Coming off a bye. Vikings should be four and four after this week because they're getting the dub. Packers look like hot dog shit right now. Packers. I think wait, they just did, won. Did they have a bye last week? No, they played the Broncos, and I think they lost. Oh yeah, you're right. They, I, yep, you're right. I'm all confused. I thought they were on bye. Susan thought they won. Um, <laughs> give me the Vikings, because what the no, fuck? I, I, going I, on I the picked Packers? them to win. I thought they'd beat the Broncos, and they could. Uh, yeah, give me the Vikings. The Atlanta Falcons are four and three, and they're going to Tennessee to face the Titans. Or two and four. Without Tannehill. Without Tannehill. Give me the Falcons. Coming off by. Falcons. Give me the Titans. At home. That's a tricky one. That's I'm picking the Falcons. One. I'm picking the Titans. I need to make I've been wrong a lot, so. <laughs> yeah, I can't can't go keep going with Sousa. The Saints, the Nolans Saints. Are going to Indy to face the Indianapolis Colts and System of a Downs, who is getting the start in my lineup this week. And so help me God, if he puts up a dud, I might go to the Braga. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I've been saying this a lot in this podcast. So if you're concerned, you should be. Because <laughs> it might just happen this week. Yeah, we're going to have a, a, a Glenn watch this week. Yep. Every hour, we got to check the the score on this game. Check him. Um, I'm taking the Saints. This is tough. I'm taking the but I'm taking the Colts, dude. Derek Carr stinks. I know, but yeah, but Gardner Minshew is going to turn back into a pumpkin this week. See, here's the thing: the Colts mm. D, the past two weeks have let up over thirty points, and. Every time I play a defense, I get an average of like three, and I'm starting them this week. Why are you means... doing that? Because why are you? The... Why I guess we'll, we'll see what waivers the does. They were yeah, wait, wait decent. Waivers. They were decent early on, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I love how both my defenses got a uh, negative nine last week combined, negative three and negative six. So that's that's fun, dude. Love defenses. Defense is a negative get, six uh, from the Lions on my bench. Oh, well, you picked the right one. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Okay. I'm going to go Pick with the, the right Colts, one. though. I think they'll win out. Great. I'm picking the Colts, too, but no, I don't like that pick. The New England Patriots are two and five. They're on the path to mediocrity. On the path? I thought they were already there. Well, no, they're right now the three games below mediocrity. Oh, okay. I know what you mean. Yeah. This is the, the second, Dolphins. The second meeting up. with the Dolphins this year. They already played them. Oh, yeah. Well, that's quick. Yeah. And the thing is, uh, October, Halloween weekend. Spooky, is it still hot yeah. down there? It's still hot down there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, give me the Dolphins. The sun's going to be in their eyes and everything. Yeah. You know, I heard the, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure the, in Miami, they make um, the visitors somehow, they make the visitors sit in the sun. Yeah. Like their sidelines always in the sun based on where the sun is going into the stadium. The sideline. Okay. But I, I, whoever told me this was like making it seem like 
like like Dolphins fans, they grab up the tickets in the shade like ahead of time before anyone else can, forcing the visitors, the the fans of the visiting team to sit in the sun as well as having their team actually in the sun. Maybe that's, that's a bunch of bullshit, but well, I mean that's probably true too, because I feel like Dolphins fans, which you know, would know which seats are in the sun and which ones aren't. You don't want to be sweating your ass off. So uh, I feel like if you're a visiting fan, visiting Miami, you're just happy to be there until you realize that you have heat stroke by the second quarter. So uh, I know. Yeah, what's yeah. the cameras on the ground showing that thermometer? Oh, my uh, God. Or... <laughs> you, know, you know what? That thermometer is broken. It's broken on that temperature, and they just bring it back every single week for the camera shot and say, oh, look at the temperature. <laughs> yeah, it's like 125. Like fucking second no week in January, and it's 125 out. Um, I said dolphins, right? I hope I you did. So. Yeah, you better have. We mean, you hope I did. You don't think the Patriots can beat the Dolphins? Oh my beat god, the Bills. we're not doing this. And the Bills beat the Dolphins. Come on, dude, and Bill. No, Bill. I think it, I do think it's possible. An interdivision game with Bill. Deal, dude. They've never beaten Tua. He's undefeated against them. Undefeated, never lost. Hey, yeah. Mason, Rock what do you think about Bill's lucrative deal? I, it's not my money. So Robert Kraft can cut him a check and say, bye-bye. I don't give a fuck if he signed his lucrative deal. See ya. Apparently, no, apparently it was signed before the season started. Yeah, it was like a secret yeah. thing. I know. Extension. And I and here, don't here, care. And here Patriots fans are saying, we need Bill to go. And Robert Kraft saying, well, <laughs> Too he's staying. <laughs> Too fucking bad. I already signed him. Um, Yeah. I just think uh, I think it's funny. Yeah, you would. I'm enjoying this. It's the only enjoyment I have, but I am enjoying it. The New York Jets are 500. Can they tread water until Aaron Rodgers comes back off a miraculous recovery? I'm going to pick the Giants to win this. Uh, The Battle of New York. Making the Jets. Give me the Jets, dude. The Giants fucking stink on ice. Dude. What? Yeah, what? Are you trying to carry <laughs> water it, for the fucking this, Giants right it's now? It's possible. Oh, you know, it's you're, possible. you're putting all this, you're acting like Zach Wilson's a, a un, can't lose. He's better I than mean, fucking Daniel Jones. Let's look at let's look at what Zach Wilson's done. I don't know. Past few weeks. He outplayed Patrick Mahomes on Pride Time. He outplayed Jalen Hurts and got the W. And he beat Sean Payton, who doesn't play football. So, but every now and then the the Giants show up and it's going to happen here. Because every now and then the Jets can disappear and Zach Wilson can fill a diaper. It's going to happen. Who's more? See, right now Daniel Jones has been filling that diaper. I was going to ask you, you know. Who are we more confident in going into this week, Zach Wilson or Daniel Jones? I don't know. Didn't Daniel Jones not even play? Or am I thinking of someone else? Mm. Didn't Tyrod Taylor? Was Is that the Giants? Yeah, I know Panacho was... started Tyrod Taylor. And he yeah, got 20 he's, points. He's got his own problems. <laughs> but the point is, Daniel Jones was hurt. And I didn't bring that up. So he's back. He's back now because I don't think Taylor's projected for any points this week. 
So, fresh okay. Daniel Jones? Uh, no. Jacksonville Jaguars are five and two, and they are streaking going into Pittsburgh, who are four and two. This is a chance to be a good AFC battle. And at not Ketchup Stadium, can the Steelers beat the Jaguars? No. Even they the can. Jags. They can, and they will. I'm picking the Steelers, too, Susan. I like that. Oh, I like you that. guys are gross. You oh, got to have gross. some gross picks. Oh, I'm gross. Yeah, Meanwhile, that's gross. Okay, dude. These guys almost choked against the Saints last week. But they didn't. Make... Right. But the Steelers have a better defense than the Saints do. They also have Najee. All right. <laughs> I'm now just I'm picking the Jaguars. Pickens. <laughs> George Pickens has actually been stepping up this year. He's good. He's good. And they have Deontay Johnson back. He's good, too. The Philadelphia Eagles are going to Washington to face the Commanders for the second time this year. And for the second time this year, they're going to beat the Commanders. Yep. Yeah. Eagles. Eagles. The Houston Texans are 3-3 three and three going to the 0-6 Carolina Panthers coming off by. Battle of the number one and number two picks in the draft? What? Give me the Texans. Do you remember Stroud is balling, bro. Do you remember when Mariota faced off against Jameis Winston? Yeah. The year that they were drafted, it was this big thing. And um, yeah. I think one of them, I think it might have been Mariota or Winston, threw like four picks, and the other one just destroyed him. I think no, Winston threw four picks and Mariota won the game, but Winston became the more relevant quarterback after that. As I said, now they're both backups. Yeah, now, yeah. yeah. But Winston's funny. got heart. You see him on the sideline of the Saints? The He's flies. like, let's fucking go. Yeah, I respect it. Eating those dubs. Yep. I'll tell you what. Carolina Panthers going to eat their first dub this week. I need to make up some ground. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you, but I'm going with the Texans. Me too. The Cleveland Browns are 4-2, and two, and they're going to Seattle to face the Seahawks. Give me the Browns. I'm leading same. that way too. Same. Miles Garrett is going to have a Geno Smith sandwich this weekend. That's right. All right. It's going to taste like shit because that's what Geno Smith is. Born too. Yeah. Still shit. The Kansas City Chiefs are six and one, and they're facing the Broncos, who are two and five. And Patrick Mahomes has never lost to the Broncos. And it ain't going to happen this week. Yep. Yep. That'd be insane if they lost to the Broncos. That'd probably be upset of the year. You think? Like they're not going to well, lose to the freaking Broncos, right? I mean, they, they had a chance to lose the first time on Thursday night. Broncos defense played well, but their offense sucked cock. Hmm. High altitudes. It's true. Never know. Ain't gonna happen. Baltimore Ravens. 
travel to Arizona for this battle of the birds. And they face the Cardinals for one and six. Give me the Ravens. Yep. The Cincinnati Bengals are three and three, and they're going to San Fran to face the 49ers. Wait, Mason, who are you picking between the Ravens and the Cards? Oh, sorry. I was reading something on Twitter. Ravens. Apologies. Ravens. Uh, Bengals at 49ers. Bengals coming off by. 49ers coming off two straight losses. I'm going to pick the Bengals. Me too. It's going to be three straight losses for the freaking 49ers, man. Wow. You got to ride it while it's hot. Like they're the Niners are heating up, but like at a loss stand like perspective, got to keep it's going to keep going. (laughs) The bet betting on the Niners to lose that bet is heating up. You got to stay in the flames. I'm going to lose again. I'm picking the Niners. I don't think Cincinnati's all that good. You don't think they figured it out this week? No time off. Nope. I don't. Chicago Bears are two and five, and they're going to the LA Chargers, who are two and four. Even the Chargers. Yo, this is a Sunday night football game? Hell yeah. That's gross. That's gross. I'll be watching. Um, And no Justin Fields either. Oh. Yeah. The Chargers, what the hell? And I know you don't like to pick them, but you kind of have to here. Yeah. Yep. Chargers, baby. And then on Monday night, the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Raiders. Go to Detroit to face the Lions. Lions got. The Lions that's a Lions. That's a Lions and Roaring. Even the Lions. Yeah. Five and two <laughs> They had a tough loss against the Ravens, but they're gonna get back on track. Ravens are good. They they got surprised, and now they're gonna be ready to take their frustrations out on the hapless Raiders. Yup. I can't wait to see the Lions in the playoffs and just see how that goes. How many points are going to be scored on Monday night? 69. I somehow wrote 29. I'll go 39. 29. I'm going to go... If you figure Jared Goff goes for this and that and then... I'm going to go 69 points. Hmm. Sounded like a well-thought-out decision. You know, all my decisions are well-thought-out. That's the lion's roar. (laughs) To turn my volume down. That's their, when they're in the playoffs, user. that's their battle cry. It's you on the mic. Yeah, like, you know how, like, when teams get ready to play games and they got, like, sirens. It's, it's just yeah. me going. 
Well, you're not even there. It's just they have you on a Zoom call and they hooked the yeah. audio up to the speakers in the stadium. Get ready for your Detroit Lions. <laughs> and they come out of the tunnel. Sizzling hot takes are brought to you by Der Burgers. Mason, are the burgers good? Der. Der. Week eight. Who do we appreciate? Week eight. So that means, wait a minute, we're halfway. Are we not? Halfway uh, the regular season, fantasy season. It's 14 weeks in a fantasy season. And we just passed seven. Carry the one. Yeah. You're right. How do you feel about that? I feel a lot worse than I did seven weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, we do this to ourselves. Yeah, true. Next year, I'm just not gonna play. I'm not gonna, not gonna watch football. I'm gonna watch competitive billiards. Hell yeah, man! All right, solid choice. Do you guys get the billiards channel? Didn't know there was one. Oh, there is one. I got YouTube TV, and uh, the other day I was just checking it out, and these guys are really good. Oh yeah. I've seen clips online, but yeah. Hmm. All right, I have a hot take. Is it we'll so right into it? It's it's a take, unlike anything you've heard before. Do I got to stand up for this? No, you got to stay seated. This is interesting. It's a hot take, is what it is. I think this week. And this is going to be an indefinite thing for the rest of the season. I think with Tannehill out and the Titans being two and four this week, they're going to phase out Derrick Henry. It's going to be a Spears game. Henry's going to be limited. And it's possible they might try to trade him because he's not part of their future. Yeah, they. I did see reports on Twitter that they're potentially looking to move him if they get the right offer. They already traded a guy on their defense. Yeah, Kevin guy. Fired. So, so the they're Eagles. like throwing the, the bag. So I'm just, that's a weird so hot should, take, but that's what it is. Should I trade for Derrick Henry in fantasy? You could. I mean, he's still Derrick Henry. Um, and yeah, if he gets traded, it's all going to be about, it's all going to be about the landing spot. But maybe don't go- trade for Derrick Henry. Too risky. What if I want to? Then I'm going to veto it. Ha. <laughs> that is a hot take, Susan. But what if he gets traded to the Ravens? Another running back over there. He'd definitely be the guy they use, though. He can't just rotate Derrick Henry. What if he gets traded to the Eagles? 
Why would they do that? <laughs> so they go back to them. Oh, uh, can we trade for another guy while we're while we got the ball rolling? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know. Do the 49ers really need Christian McCaffrey? Certainly helps. Right? I'm trying to think of other teams like possible landing spots for Henry. Well, it would have Patriots? to be a contending team. No one's going to trade for however old he is, guy. The Dolphins? To not make the playoffs. No, probably not the Dolphins. The Browns? They just lost four. The They're, They're four and two. Browns not not a bad one. The Falcons because Derrick Henry doesn't get headaches. That would suck. That would um, suck. But what would it mean for Tyler Algier? That's really the question. That would mean a hell of a lot to him, right? And honestly, maybe the Vikings. If they go four and four, they trade for another guy, but it's Derrick Henry this time. Madison hasn't been doing much. No. Yeah, that sucks. Mason, what do you got? So my sizzling hot take is that Jordan Addison is going to continue his ascension this week. Mm. He's going to score over 25 again. Hmm. Well, hmm. I hope that doesn't happen. But you can still win, Glenn. But I wouldn't be surprised if it does. Um, that is a sizzling hot take. My sizzling hot take. I know it didn't reflect in the pigskin pickums. But I'm going to say Mac Jones does it again. What? And I think the Patriots win two straight against the Bills and the Dolphins. And Mac Jones throws for another three touchdowns, no turnovers, and they squeak out another win. And then the radio will be so entertaining because you're going to have fans who are believing. It's so fun, dude. Like this week, people were just like, yeah, you know, we beat the Bills. And if, if Mac just has, you know, protection. And and he runs, you know, the offense oh, no, how it's supposed it to is. be run. You know, they they got they got a chance. They got a chance to make playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Uh the same guys who wanted Mac Jones in a barrel down the river. Yeah. Yeah. People forget he was benched two weeks in a row. But uh it's funny. I I'm enjoying it. And then you got your callers. Those that's the real entertainment. The callers straight from Southie. And uh, it's fun. I enjoy it. That was Sizzling Hot Takes, brought to you by Derek Burgers. Who did I ask the first time? Me. Mason? Mason, are the burgers good? Der. Der. You guys having fun? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, good. Good, I'm glad. Glad. I hope your fun continues throughout the rest of the year. And uh, I hope the best for your fantasy teams. Hope that your guys stay healthy. I hope they get back to being healthy. 
because uh, I'm rooting for you guys. I respect you guys. Really? Mason, I've respected everything you've been through. And uh, this is your time. Your time is now. Like John C. Thanks, man. Our time is up. Your time is now. Can't see me. His time is now. Susan, I don't know if it's your time or not. But uh, good luck along the way. I'm going to enjoy this ride. I shouldn't say I'm going to enjoy it. I'm just going to go for the ride and see where it takes me. And next Monday night, it might take me directly to the Bracket Bridge. <laughs> oh, man. This this game this week between me and Craig, it's going to be a game of the week. But it's going to be called the Braga Bridge Bowl. Because like both of us, both of us at two and five cannot afford to go two and six. And both of us are not having fun. And uh, both of us are good looking gentlemen. That's just how it goes. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. You guys will be sitting on top of the bridge during the game, and the loser jumps. I think what we're going to do next week, we're calling audible here because Sousa's off scaring the neighborhood kids. Uh, I think we might have our first guest of the year on our podcast. We're going to add someone, Mason. What do you think of that? Sure. I'm down. All right. You got any ideas? Think we get Bob Kraft? Um, we could try. How about Kelsey and Swift on the updated TSTK segment? Get them on both of them. Yeah, you don't want just one side of the story. What are they going to tell me that I don't already know? You know, you'd be surprised. I would be. Yeah, they're going to do that next week. Sousa, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to you, too, and everyone listening. Happy Hallow's uh, Eve. Mason, happy early birthday. Happy early birthday. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I'll be a real old piece of shit tomorrow. You are going to, I can't believe it, dude, 44 years you've been on this planet. And, uh, <laughs> I know. It's just been, it's been quite a ride, but it's not over yet. Nope, definitely Enjoy not. Enjoy this birthday. You got any special plans? Uh, no. no. Just hanging out, man. Not going to go scare the neighborhood kids. No, no, no. Definitely not. It's uh, not my birthday's plans. not on Halloween. Well, it's close enough. I mean. No, if I go out there tomorrow. If you said that on any other night of the year, you'd be on a list somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> Halloween's when all the pedophiles come out. It's okay. That's cool. Yeah, I, I, I tell you why I can't make it next week. And you're like, uh, Sousa, it's December. <laughs> Sousa, it's uh, Martin Luther King Day. Uh, <laughs> that is great. Well, <laughs> I hope you have fun. You know what you should do? You should record yourself scaring kids. It's going to be pretty dark. I don't know if I'll be able to do that. And I don't know if Michael looks as intimidating when he's holding up an iPhone. No, no, no. Like, set up a camera somewhere, like a hidden camera. I'll, I'll see what I can do. Like in the back of your white van. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is, this is enough.
All right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening to the Stellar Seller Fantasy Football Podcast. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget, every Tuesday night, we're live on the Twitch, 7 p.m. sharp. And if you're enjoying your fantasy season, if you're not, we can all relate here on the podcast. We all have stories to tell about our leagues and discuss what happens each and every single week in football. Thank you for listening thus far, and congratulations, guys, to 150 episodes of the Silver wow. Solar Podcast. Holy shit. The big 150. The big 150. But that's insane. Let's get the fuck out of here. Bye-bye.